This is the Simpleton Review Podcast. The podcast where incredibly simple individuals review movies and albums in an incredibly simple way. The podcast so simple, it just might be a crime. So buckle up and get ready for the podcast that never stands a chance of insulting your intelligence. And now, here's your host, the founding member of the Simpleton Guild, Nate Simpleton. Welcome to The Simpleton Review. Do I sound like I am some sort of poet? Because I'm not. My name is Nate Simpleton. We're glad you're here. We're joined with Charlie and Lev Simpleton. And they don't, they, they, sometimes I think they wonder why. What is those big baskets? I don't care what Mr. Ranger says. Well, my stomach calls. Uh, yes, sir. All right, moving on. Let's do this. This week we're going to be talking about the Netflix Oscar bait with Benedict Cumberbatch, The Power of the Dog. So let's go to our favorite place. That favorite place being Wikipedia. The Power of the Dog is 2021 Western drama film written and directed by Gene Campion. Based on the 1967 novel of the same name by Thomas Savage, film stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons, who are married, by the way, if you didn't know that, uh, mm. and Cody Smith-McPhee, shot mostly across rural Otago. The film is an international call, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it's really sad because I keep on looking at that movie and I'm thinking, okay, this movie's supposed to be taking place in Montana, and yet they shoot it in New Zealand, which they should have shot it in Montana, but of course, <laughs> we're too expensive to shoot things in, so they go down to New Zealand. Uh, let's see. It has won uh, the Silver Lion for the Best Direction at the Venice International Film Festival. It had a limited theatrical release in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, Netflix likes to do that. They like to have limited theatrical releases so they can have their movies nominated for Oscars. Um, so they'll just throw them. In fact, I believe they bought their own theater in Los Angeles so they can show movies. Cool, huh? Yeah. yeah. Good on Netflix. It's a good, so, good, good way to control. <laughs> All right, so uh, this movie or this review is going to have uh, very. We're not going to have spoilers, so let's uh, let's keep the end. Uh, um, just you know, no spoilers, okay? Uh, and uh, but we'll talk about it a little bit. I, I, it's it's an interesting movie about uh, um, a two brothers who are ranchers in Montana in the 1920s, and one of them is uh, incredibly. Uh, masculine <laughs> thinks he's really tough stuff and um, and then the other brother is kind of shy and maybe a little bit more mellow and the the tough masculine one is actually a very educated man who went back east to go to school and now he's in Montana you know running this cattle ranch with his brother and his brother decides that he wants to marry this widow that's in some small town close to their ranch and the widow has a son who's um, college age, it sounds like, so probably 17, 18 years old, and uh, he is, uh, uh, shall we say, uh, feminine in his uh, uh, in his his movements and talk and stuff like. He's different. He's 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 different very, than the masculine very. nature of Montana yeah. cowboys, right? And so the the masculine tough guy brother uh, takes it upon himself to make fun of him mercilessly. And that's pretty much the gist of the film, wouldn't you say? 
Yeah, pretty much. Just yeah, the, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, he picks on everybody pretty equally. I mean, he starts off with his brother. <laughs> so let me let's start with you. Why don't you tell us what you thought uh, about? Uh... Oh wait, first before we go on, like and subscribe what? to our channel like here at the Simpleton Review. That helps us grow. That helps us stay on the air. We don't get paid to do what we're doing, but we'd like to someday. And we are only. 830 subscribers away because we've lost seven subscribers in the last couple of weeks. Yay, us! Yay, yes. I'm pretty sure they were bots, but anyway. Okay, Levio, go ahead. Tell us what you thought about The Power of the Dog. Uh, I was uncomfortable the whole time I watched this movie. Uh, the Why, were you standing out in the cold? No, the movie itself made me uncomfortable. I didn't like really any of the characters. None of them were exactly characters to be liked in my opinion it seemed like uh and then the just music the whole time was there was never like any happy music it was just constantly like dissident and minimalist and it felt like it was just like a violin somebody was just like scraping a razor blade across the strings and what kind of uh, happy music did you want them to play like uh, a 1920s uh, jig uh, what did no, you want you know it's a western sometimes they like have some Fun, like, yeah, but the whole music, even when they were, like, celebrating at the bar, the, there was, like, nothing going on, really. I don't know. Uh, just shot pretty dark, and the characters, specifically the muscular cowboy, made me uncomfortable the whole time. I didn't like them. And by the way, folks, that cowboy is played by Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Jesse Plemons plays Cumberbatch's brother. So, yeah, okay, well... Uh, Okay, so did you like it or did you not like it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Can't get All right. Spoilers, so okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, folks, and we have to really be careful because um, it, it's yeah, uh, it's a slow bird of a movie, but we can't give away what happens, especially towards the end. It's kind of divided up into what, like five, it's five, five chapters. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it, we can't give away what happens towards the end of the movie because if it did, it would spoil the whole thing. So, Charlie, how about you? Uh, yeah, I had a hard time getting into the movie. Period. Just be, I mean, other than the visuals, I mean, the visuals were fantastic. Uh, uh, they outlined the characters really well, but yeah, they they made it really hard to like any of them. Uh, you know, the needy mom, the needy kid, you know, the the the. The brother that keeps getting called Fatso and doesn't stand up for himself at all, and uh, uh, and then there's then there's Benedict Cumberbatch who who like you're used to seeing him as Sherlock. Even when he was Sherlock, he wasn't that nasty. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like he was he's not a nice man in this. No, he gets into a bar where they're playing Happy Tunes. He's like, put that dang piano away. Just stop it. <laughs> There's no fun here. It's quiet. But then, but then, when it was time for like, for there, there's a there's a there is a scene. This is a spoiler scene, but it's not a big one. It's where uh, uh, you know the uh, the new wife is is trying to make you know trying to keep up with the with the fam there and is learning how to play the piano tunes or re re remember how to play them. And he's playing along on the banjo these happy little tunes to match her and do better and just like outplay her like nothing happened yeah. <laughs> and it's like he is just ruthless from beginning to end and uh it is hard it is it, and he and just the way he did it just made you really not like him <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know and i really felt i um for those of you who've seen the movie deliverance i felt 
Like that was some sort of weird <laughs> deliverance thing going on there uh, in that in that scene. Um, it's just because he's playing a banjo, you know, and obviously he knows the tune, the little ditty better than she does. And well, even if he doesn't, he he like was able to improv past it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's true. But you know, I think what it is is it, she's afraid because you know she it does come out that she was a professional uh, orchestra pit woman who played for movies, silent movies. And so she knew what she was doing, but she hadn't done it for quite a while, it sounds like. And she was terrified. She At this point in time, she'd already been, I think, so mentally abused by the Cumberbatch character that she didn't know what to do, you know? Um, so it, the way they play the movie is really fascinating because it, again, like I said before, it's a slow burn, right? There's times where you, you could find yourself nodding off if you're not careful because it's yeah. it's really slow, slow burn. The music won't really let you do that, though, because that dissonant violin yeah. is actually... And they put it in weird spots where, I mean, and it's mostly for the foreshadow. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. there are bits of that where, like, the only thing that tells you that it's happening is the music. Right, right. <laughs> so they, they play it up, though, where she's um, she has a problem. And you wonder whether or not that's going to be something that's going to be a plot pivot in the movie. And uh, then maybe it's not, you know, and then something else happens. You're like, I'm not sure I saw that coming. But there's an interesting part where, I mean, the, the scene where, um, let's just say, uh, how do I say this? Uh, let's say where the, sun, where the sun finds the Cumberbatch character swimming. Um, that's where the movie changes. That's where everything changes, and all of a sudden, the Cumberbatch character has to. Uh, uh, I think he he has to protect himself, and so things flip on 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 how he actually is reacting. It doesn't change who he is, but it changed how he reacts towards the son, the the the, the widow's boy, um, which I found interesting. Um, uh, let's just say, look, again, this movie is really all about toxic masculinity. And it's about uh, toxic masculinity gone wrong. It's about somebody who tries to compensate for something, especially in 1925 Montana. <laughs> let's just say that, okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm from Montana, kind of. Uh, if nothing else, I'm from eastern Idaho. Uh, I was born in Montana. I'm from Eastern Idaho. It's pretty much the same thing, okay? And <laughs> even in 2021, you still—it's a little tough in Montana and Idaho to, to have those kind of issues, uh, shall we say? I, I'm trying. Please don't get offended by me if you find out later what I'm trying to talk about. I'm just trying not to give any spoilers here. Uh, but what happens towards the end of the movie? I was completely. <laughs> and utterly in shock because again it was so slow moving i didn't see it coming and all of a sudden it came and there was no build-up there was no tension there was no drama there was this scene and then there was that scene and you're like oh well i guess that happened and you're like and oh and then and then and then and then you start playing the last 30 minutes of the movie through your brain going oh Oh. <laughs> that kinda, oh. That did kind of. <laughs> oh. So you're just like, okay. Well, you sit there and go. See, see now, if you were to like, did he do, do that on a purpose or not? You know, what's that? If you did, if you were to take a, um, well, and I, 
Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a good point of, of the question. I, I didn't find it a question at all. But at the same time, it's like, uh, if you equated that with like old English literature, it'd be like Wuthering Heights. You know, it, it's totally like that Heathcliff character, you know, owner of the ranch, you know, going to control everything and he everything. And so <laughs> it's like, yeah, you found out how it got broke. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I had let, let's just say this. I had a doubt or a question until I see the kid with his gloves on in one of the final scenes. Yep. And then I'm like, oh, OK. All right. Yeah. Question right. answered. But then you're like, yeah, but then you're like, oh. <laughs> so I, I got to tell you, I found myself really thinking about this movie long after I watched it. I'm just like, this movie is, is going to be one of those ones where I continue to think about. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, um, but it's definitely, it, it is definitely Oscar bait by Netflix. I think the performances are wonderful. It is a slow burn. It might be hard for you to watch, especially if you're one of these, uh, these Marvel type people who want explosions every two minutes and cut scenes every 30 seconds. It's just not going to be your cup of tea. Um, but if you do like a slow burn and you like something that might be actually a little thought provoking, um, check it out. I think it's 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 probably worth worth the time to check it out. Uh, I think it will be nominated for Best Picture. I I think that uh, I think that Cumberbatch will probably get a nod as well for for uh, for Best Actor. If he doesn't, I think he should for the next oh movie gosh. that we're probably going to review today. <laughs> so. Uh, anyways, let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and go around the whole. Oh no, I think you totally nailed it. I think he, I think he'll probably get Best Actor for this film. Yeah, just because I, I so it's too. totally out of character of anything he's done, and I think like so it is intense. Yeah, I, you know I, I like Jesse Plemons, but he's he doesn't do anything different than what Jesse. Plemons he's he's deadpan. Does. Yeah. Well, no, he was he, he was better in Fargo. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. Him well, and I, Kirsten Dunst were in Fargo together, and, right, and that was right. They were. Uh -huh. He was fantastic. <laughs> well, he's fantastic in uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, he's oh, amazing oh. at Breaking Bad. No, he's also so in uh, Black Mass, I think, where he's. Uh, um, uh, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, um, Johnny Depp's sidekick, where Johnny Depp's actually the the mobster, and oh, uh, and uh -huh. Jesse Plemons is his his thug. And, well, even uh, even oh, I plays a thug like crazy. Even I'm thinking of ending things. I think he did a better job in that one. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, so yeah. Uh, Jesse Plemons is a great actor. I think he looks a lot like. Uh, um, I always get him <laughs> and ah uh, oh, shoot, what's his name? The comedian. No, he passed away. No, um, it's uh, um, uh, Seymour. Philip Seymour. Seymour, yes. He really reminds me of Philip Seymour Hoffman Philip a lot. Seymour Hoffman. And mm -hmm. some people think he looks like Matt Damon. I think he's more like a Seymour Hoffman-looking dude and the way he acts and stuff, <laughs> too. Right. But, uh, but, yeah, so anyways, let's go around the horn. This movie, this review's running a little too long. Lemuel, drop your score for The Power of the Dog. Uh, you know, again, I think I have to give it a 3.5 out of... Like, it was well shot. The acting was impeccable. Um, it was clear that a lot of love was put in this movie. All the sets looked good. Like, there was... Even though it wasn't shot in Montana, like, it still felt like western states to me, uh, even growing up in Idaho. So, uh, 3.5 just because it has to be certifiable, but I didn't like it personally. It made me uncomfortable <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, go ahead, Charlie. Go ahead. I'm going to give it a three three point five as well. Uh, yeah, it was, it was tough to get to like everybody in it, uh, but it was beautiful, and and the the ending is is priceless. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and it, it just stopped. You're like, it's just over. that's it. That was a, That's why I liked it. Is if it would have carried, I wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> because it just stopped like, the way it did. Oh, it was like, yep, right. that works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think if it would have carried on, it wouldn't have been certifiable for me. Yeah. I I agree with Lemuel, too. I'm going to give it a 3.5. I think the sets were tremendous. And even though it was filmed in New Zealand, I think they did a good job, for the most part, of finding scenery that actually looked like something you would see in Montana. Um that's a that's a nitpicky thing, but being somebody who uh, is technically from Montana, who has family in Montana, who spent a lot of time in Montana, um, I was really picky about wanting to see stuff that looked like Montana. New Zealand's gorgeous, but their their mountains sometimes tend to be a lot more rugged than Montana mountains are. So it was good to see them, you know, see foothills, you know, use the foothills in the background and stuff like that that looked a little bit more like a Montana landscape. Um, I did, I did, I thought the old West towns were perfect. I thought they were great. I mean, just even like a small detail, like when they're in the 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 restaurant slash inn, um, having and you could hear them walking around and walking around upstairs in the bedroom area. How ho- how hollow it sounded, and that's what you would find in yeah. an old west building that is not well insulated, and it sound because there was no such thing as insulation back in that time frame, you know. So at least not in a house that cheap. And so, uh, and then when they go to their mansion, the different sound that you heard, just because you you could hear that it was better built, I thought that was. I mean, that's a weird thing, but I, I these are the things I I recognize in movies. It's really sad, I know. Though, uh, but on that one note, this is such a minor detail, but the little there was one scene where they show like a somebody had painted a, a the Montana state on the uh, the side of the wall on the outside of the building, and I'm like, yeah, no, that looks like that was done about five minutes ago. Uh, it looked really bad. The paint colors were fresh, and they were colors that you probably wouldn't have found in 1925. Anyway, especially on the side of a building. So, <laughs> I was like, okay, did you see that, Charlie? Did you catch up I on did. that one? Yeah, okay. I, I was like, yeah, that, that was not good I, right there. I was there. glad but, you noticed, because I wouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't know. See, that's that's the thing about us. We notice these little technical things like that, and it's fine. It's fine. We're supposed to give critiques, right? That's what we're supposed to do. So, But I, uh, having said all that, uh, 3.5 is my score overall for The Power of the Dog. I think the performances are amazing. I think the interaction between the Cumberbatch character and the Widow's son is simply phenomenal. I mean, as, as Lemuel said, you feel uncomfortable. The whole scene in the restaurant where he is making fun of him for the flower for the flowers he made and all that stuff you're just like you feel uncomfortable with this kid it's just it's like oh man so um yeah i think it's worth it uh again i'm not sure if i'll ever watch it again but it's worth watching once and it's if nothing else worth watching the uh the acting uh, especially from cumberbatch and kirsten dunce i think does a pretty good job too i think she deserves some credit for what she did in that movie I think it was really good. So, uh, so because of that, the power of the dog receives a certified label. Heck yeah! All right, folks. Thank you so much for joining us here in the Simpleton Certified. Uh, Simpleton Certified. Yes, we're all certified. <laughs> Nate and Lemon Charlie. Thank you for joining us here. Please check out our website, SimpletonReview.com, and you can find great blog posts. You can find uh, links to our video. Our our, uh, 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 come on, I can't even think of it. I'm at Patreon. There we go, our Patreon and our Discord. <laughs> and we will have a link also to, to some uh, um, 
Spotify playlist that we've made based on our certified albums over the years. So, and we are heading into our second year anniversary. Isn't that awesome? What, what? That is I awesome. can't believe we've done this. We have been consistent <laughs> in doing this. It's pretty impressive. Um, and two years in and 170 followers. Follow us, please. Yeah! Follow us. Followers. We want more. We want more. We only need 830 more subscribers to make this profitable. I know you're out there. I know you want to click subscribe. Do it. All right, guys. We'll see you next week on the Simpleton Review. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.